Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the At Socially Gossip, He Said, She Said podcast. What's up, Aldo? What's going on, Jen? Not much. Just chilling. Not feeling too great today. So my energy is going to be much lower than normal, which will probably feel like just oh, normal to other people. Oh, since sweet. My, <laughs> since my normal uh, level is like the human equivalent of Adderall. So you'll be like down to my level. So you'll be chill. Awesome. Hopefully. Thanks. I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I need to keep it at that level because when I get hype, it makes me feel less well. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get into Vanderpump Rules and everything that has transpired with Scandaball since we last recorded, which is a lot. <laughs> There's been a lot of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, Chris and Jody's been doing the tour. Right, she was. She's been everywhere. On the, uh, um, so, I was gonna say on the by all files. Ugh. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> we'll get uh, into that. Anyway, uh, the first one, the first podcast I want to talk about actually doesn't involve Chris and Jody. Um, it involved. It was Jamie's podcast, uh, the Jamie All Over podcast, where she interviewed Kale. Um, it was less of an interview and more of just a discussion between friends. Both Jamie and Kale are close friends of Sheena's, and they were close friends of Rachel's, especially Kale. Uh, he said that Rachel got him and him got close because they were both going or I'm sorry, both getting out of relationships at the same time. They kind of leaned on each other more. So he said she leaned on him. But right, right. yeah, you didn't listen to that one, right? Uh, no, I listened to the Jamie and Kale. Oh, you yeah. did listen to that That's one. That's one right. Yeah. Good, because that was probably the best one that we got like the most oh, information yeah, from. Because since they both are not um, under contract, they, they can, can say a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of info on that podcast. So uh, we learned that Kale said that Rachel told him that her affair with Sandoval started after she got back from Vegas. So at boys' night the boys night that we saw in the last episode of Vanderpump Rules, which right. the next episode will pick up at this boys night. Now, I don't know if we can necessarily believe that that's when it started because Kale is getting his information from Rachel. Right. I mean, yes, but at the same time, what, why would she lie now? You know, now that it's that's out in the point. open, like, I don't know, unless, she, unless Rachel and, Sandoval decided together on like some specific day to tell people that it started uh, even though it started yeah even though it started way before you know say me for example say it started at Coachella just for example you know but they decided okay well, let's tell people it started around this time that way it's not as bad or for whatever reason you know. Right. It's like, I don't know what to believe at this point as far as when it started, because <clears throat> like you have Kale who is saying he was at actually he actually was at Coachella. He said, no, this did not start at Coachella with Rachel and Tom. But then you have Kristen Doty going on Nick Vial's podcast saying that it did start at Coachella. So I'm like. I don't know who uh, yeah. to believe, but I am inclined to believe Kale just because not that I'm saying Kristen's lying. I think she's just soaking in a lot of information like we all are, and she may not be parsing through it in the best right. way. She's you know what I mean? Just, yeah, she's just listening to everything, everything that's coming out and just maybe taking some things as facts without yeah. 
you know, without really looking into it, like, you know, from this podcast, it seems like Kale was there. So that's, that's an actual, like, that's somebody that we can pretty much believe because he was, he was with Rachel. He knew what she was up to pretty much. And you know? I mean, Ryan Bailey. It's actually, it's an all, almost like an actual firsthand account, or I guess secondhand account. I don't know. Ryan Bailey was with them all at Coachella too. And he also said, no, nothing happened. But at yeah. the same time, where were they all with Rachel and Sandoval at every second? Like you never know, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, that's true. Um, on Jamie's podcast, we also learned that um, Kale said when he spoke with Rachel after all of this broke, like, you know, after everything went public, that she seemed more worried about how she was going to look in all of this. And she didn't seem to have much remorse. Right. I remember she, yeah. she said that. Yeah, she was she was she wasn't like so worried about, you know, just being sorry you know like what about what she actually did she was more just like oh how is everybody going to perceive me yeah, on the show she, or whatever or yeah she even went so far as to saying something like i don't want to be all villain or seen as all villain or something i could be right? misphrasing it but it was something like, along those lines um oh my god what was it it was like i don't want people to think i'm like a full like a full-on villain or something, something like, like that, that. But yeah. my thing is, if that is the case and her and she really does not have much remorse that I mean, that says everything like it's all whenever everybody's going to make mistakes and do bad things. I mean, I not necessarily everyone's going to have a over six month long affair, but people are going to make mistakes. It's how you react to them after it's if you take accountability and take steps to be better and make amends to the people you hurt and stuff like that you know right. what i mean exactly as long as you make changes and don't repeat the same actions the same mistakes right yes exactly. nobody's saying that rachel i mean i'm gonna speak about just her not tom because honestly tom go dig a hole get inside and don't come out but Rachel, I'm gonna say she can. Yes, we need to. Def sorry, yes, just we need to definitely separate the two, because yeah. there, there's definitely enough fault to go around, enough blame to go around, and we need to just blame them separately. Right. <laughs> not together. Right, because there are not lump them together for sure. Not. They're each. I, they are both to blame, but it's they each play their own part. I feel like yeah, they yeah. each play their own part, and they each have their own thing to be their own reasons their own like reasons to do what they did exactly exactly and their own blame i guess I don't know, i'm not explaining this right anyway, <laughs> go on. um so uh, something else that uh kale mentioned that i thought was really interesting um so i did know that rachel was dating nima from shots of sunset because I remember that they went to Hannah Burner's wedding together. Uh, well, apparently, Nima ghosted Rachel uh, sometime in August, like around the time of Sheena's wedding, around the time of Boys Night, around the time that her affair allegedly started with Sandoval. Um, and apparently, Rachel was really upset about it. Like, she really liked Nima. And when he ghosted her, she took it hard. Yeah, I had no idea that, that was going on because I didn't, you know, follow anything mm -hmm. before, you know around that time right like, about then so yeah no i had no idea that was going on i mean it, it, it kind of makes a little more sense as to why she was so emotional during you know this True. last episode because she's just going through 
a break. I guess in in, in a sense, a breakup. I don't know how how official or how long they've been yeah, I dating or seeing each other, <laughs> but you know, where uh, their little situationship was done. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, so yeah, she's going through something, some sort of. Uh, obviously, it makes sense why she was so emotional. Maybe that's why one of the reasons why she had that like breakdown in the car. You know. See now, I would think that her breakdown if i didn't know that the affair started after vegas i would think that her breakdown in the car had a lot to do with everything she was holding inside all the lies she was telling and everything but if we are to believe that the affair started after then i think her breakdown just had to do with the fact that she was maybe a little embarrassed about how she behaved the night before when she was drunk right. also she was sad because all the women she was on the trip with were talking shit about her behind her back and she was hung over and i think it all was just this perfect storm of panic attack mm-hmm. yeah you know? of course a lot exactly the next day you're hung over your emotions are all out of whack she's starting to think about everything that happened the night before and then yes everything just kind of caught up with her of course yeah it's what people call the sunday scaries (laughs) honestly like i mean you have you ever had that where um and like you've gotten so drunk or so fucked up on something i don't know tripping or whatever and you like maybe didn't know exactly what you did but you knew you maybe did something stupid and then the next day you have like really bad anxiety from it yeah a little bit definitely when i was young i can only think really of one time i had that really bad (laughs) do you know what i'm talking about no oh i think i know what you're talking about um the time that i fell into a k-hole yeah Yeah, by accident completely by accident (laughs) um i actually will just tell that story real quick because it's a short story and it's funny it's real short so um I was 23 and I, Aldo and I were out with some friends at a bar listening to music and one of our friends had some ketamine and I wanted to try it. I don't think I had ever done ketamine before. I don't think I had. Um, I don't think so. And I think we were already probably on Molly as well. Maybe. And yeah. um, anyhow, so his friend gave me the baggie of it and I took it to the bathroom and we had a straw and or I had a straw that I was going to use to, you know, do the molly. I, I mean, or sorry, the, do the, the ketamine. ketamine. And I decided since I was in the bathroom, the easiest thing, just stick the straw in the bag. So I stuck the straw in the bag and I sniffed it and I didn't feel anything got my nose. I expected it to burn, I guess, or something, but it didn't. So, and also it was dark in the bathroom. So I just did it again and I didn't feel anything. I'm like, oh, I'm not getting it. And I did it again. And then I apparently did almost the whole bag. And I, after that, I just remember leaving the bathroom and then walking up steps, maybe halfway. And then I remember nothing. Yeah, it was. You come out of the bathroom with this bag. You're like, I don't know, I can't get anything. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, it's almost gone. I'm like, what? I'm like, how did this even happen? I was so confused when you told me that you just stuck the straw in the bag and just like, yeah, yeah just why not? But what like, happened what? after? Um, I I don't know if any of you have experienced a K hole or been oh with someone God. who falls into one. Like, they basically just fall out like and lose yeah. all motor function. So what happened after that happened? Oh, we carried you. Girl, we carried you down the steps from the sec we were in, at this point we we're in the second floor of this of this club. And we yeah, we, I carried you put you on my back. We carried you <laughs> I carried you down the steps 
and we basically just took turns between me and a couple of my friends just like switch switching like on and off like who you know who carrying was carrying you car. carrying you to the car because we came down the steps when like it was it wasn't that far a couple a couple blocks down the road yeah really. we were downtown but in baltimore still, city yeah <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> and then all I remember after that, the car ride, like back home to um, Baltimore County, like I just, it was like I was dreaming, but not dreaming. And it was like, I kept trying to get to the front of a stage, but I knew I was in a car. It was really freaking weird. Anyhow, by the time we but got you back. You weren't moving like this whole time. <laughs> you, were, it, you were not like, you weren't like trying to do it. No, no, no. I mean, in my there. head. Yeah, in my head. <laughs> just chilling just like relaxing anyway we get back to your apartment and i think that's when i finally was like i could, oh, yeah. i came to and you i came could to walk when uh, i think yeah i think when we parked as mm-hmm. soon as we parked and like everybody starts getting out of the car you're like Wait, what's going i think on? i started crying right away like oh, as yeah. soon as i came to and then yeah the next day i was super embarrassed because not only did i freaking make a fool out of myself i fucking did all of this guy's drugs like <laughs> oh my god it was a, a yeah, mess luckily uh uh, the, this guy, this friend of mine, just did not really care that much because he had enough drugs to go around. He really didn't. He, it wasn't that the big of a deal. It was just at the moment, it, like that's all he oh had. Oh my god! Yeah, like, come also, on. Also, yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. I was only twenty three years we're old. All fine. This nobody is, cared. <laughs> this is not. That wasn't something I did all the time. Like I know this story makes me sound like I'm crazy. <laughs> like we like go hard, but we're a lot older now. That was like what over fifteen years 15 ago. Years Jeez. Ago now. Oh my Haven't god. done anything like that in a long, long time. Ooh. Although I would love to do on um, mushrooms or acid again. <laughs> yeah. But I digress. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, so another interesting thing we found out from uh, Jamie all from the Jamie Oliver podcast, we find out that Rachel actually lied to production about a recording of James uh, getting kicked out of Canyon Club. So basically, Rachel didn't want to be connected to the video, and she wanted Jamie to say that it was her video, but Jamie wouldn't lie. Um, I didn't know this, but when. Uh, I guess when they show a video of something like a cell phone recording of something on Bravo, they need the person who recorded that to sign off. So like sign a release. And Jamie was like, no, because she didn't want to lie. But anyway, that just shows that like Rachel has no problem lying to production. I know that was really odd for her to just be like, oh, here, just say they were yours. Like, yeah, why not just tell them they were yours well Rachel. one of them wasn't even but one Rachel's, was yeah. one was Rachel so why not just be like oh here this one's mine this one's I don't a know, fan somebody it was else. a fan a fan whatever yeah he, she obviously he, she probably had already asked Brock to sign and he said no <laughs> maybe because he he's the one that originally had the video yeah from the story that she told or uh, that Kel told right just to or catch Jamie you guys up was. just to yeah. catch you guys up um so there were two videos of James getting kicked out of Canyon Club one of them Rachel took herself another one a fan took Brock actually saw the fan taking this recording and told the fan to send it to him to Brock and then to delete it. And the fan actually did do that. Um, then later on, uh, I guess it was Rachel, Jamie, I can't remember who else, were sitting on the curb talking. And this fan, the one that recorded James, was kind of like eavesdropping, I guess, standing a little close. And Jamie asked the fan, asked the person to like move away and give them some space. Anyway, that's the one whose video it was. So it's just kind of interesting. I don't know. I know, and then 
Not oh. interesting, just weird. I don't know. Weird. Well, also, just, why would yeah. Brock say, send that to me, then delete send it? To me and then delete it. Like, okay. I know, like, delete it, but I need to make sure I have proof of, of this. Yeah. Like, okay. I need, to, I need to be able to blackmail <laughs> DJ James Kennedy. Like, I don't understand. Why yeah. would he even ask for it? But I, then, obviously, he gave it to Rachel. Yeah. And then rachel didn't i'm sure she asked him to sign and say that it was his he said no so she moved on to jamie <laughs> jamie says no right so what happened after that <laughs> all right so moving on to sheena's podcast uh she actually had jamie on her podcast and they uh, mm, talked talk more about, talk about doing the rounds <laughs> i mean well um, no, it's just funny no but they just talked more about scandal as if we don't have enough podcasts about scandal no but seriously um on sheena's pod she took some accountability actually not some she took a good amount of accountability for how she treated katie post-divorce um sheena and jamie both said that watching this past week's episode and seeing what actually went down in vegas was kind of like a mind fuck because it was totally different than how rachel described it to them they said that rachel made it seem a lot worse than it was and rachel said the other girls were bullying her uh rachel also said that katie's mom was like really mean to her <laughs> Now, I don't think Katie's mom was really mean to her at all. I don't think so. But then I think again, she had restraints. Yeah. Then again, we never we don't see the whole episode. Or, or rather, we don't see everything that was filmed. Of course we don't see but, everything. Yeah. I mean, it's all about perception, you know. That's, you know, that's how she perceived it. She thought that, she, you know, the mom was being mean, maybe. But obviously, we don't think she was. Yeah. what we saw. Now, as far as the bullying, though, that did happen the girls literally bullied rachel like what do you mean did we not watch the same episode <laughs> yeah we'll get into that so, we'll get into that in a yeah. bit um i'm not saying like oh let's you know rachel's a great uh good person but um, that we can still say that bullying is not okay especially back then when nobody knew anything that was going on now i don't know if it's fair to call it bullying i feel like that term kind of gets a little overused like they, were they mean to her yeah they were mean i don't know that it was bullying mm, maybe not bullying but it's definitely very mean girl very, oh it was total mean very girl. high school mean girl like if we didn't know about scandal i would be pretty much on rachel's side except yeah. for i did not like how she rubbed in katie's face i'm gonna go hang out with short oh, like I, I didn't like that. i know i thought that was hilarious at that point because again like hold I, I on thought, we are i just said i hated that did you just say i know i thought it was hilarious i said i know i said i know that you hated it oh no uh, i said i know and i thought it was hilarious okay. i know you like we agree like yeah because you're evil and we you like this. have no empathy for katie it's bizarre to me no, Katie, it has nothing to do with that. If I, I, I said like, like I said that I said this to you earlier. Like, if these these girls are like being mean to you, especially talking shit behind your back, and you hear all this shit, and then the next day you decide to leave, like you're not gonna, you're not gonna try to like throw a dig at at least one of them. You know what I mean? Like they're literally going on and on about how. Oh, you're just gonna. All you want is like, you know, sleep with my man, this and that. Okay, fine. I'm gonna go hang out with your man then. Bye. <laughs> like, yeah, like, fuck you. You guys are, you guys are being mean. Like, get out of here. All right. To be fair, though, Katie was not the one that was coming at 
Rachel so hard. Like, not at all. It was Lala and maybe a little of Christina Kelly, but. Yeah, but Katie is the one that said, hide your boyfriend, like, you know, five times. That was in an ICM. No, that was when they were talking behind their back and Rachel was listening to them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't remember specifically. Yeah, yeah, she was like, oh, I don't know, when they were all joking, like, ah, oh my God, like, I think uh, Lauren was like, oh, is she going to kill us tonight? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah she's going to murder you. Like, what? Come on. Yeah, because she brought some lights to for her bedroom. She's going to kill you, Lauren. Like, sit, chill. But, <laughs> and then, yeah, they said something else, and I forget what it was, but then she was like, oh my God, guys, hide your boyfriend. And like, Katie's the one that said it. Yeah. But... You're right. That's not enough for her to like. No, and Katie say did that, but that is one of the things she said. Katie did go at her at the uh, dinner table. I think at one point she said that line about like I could have lit you on fire or whatever. Like I've been so nice to you, and I could have lit your ass on fire for what you did. I know. And no, I know you think I what I'm gonna say. Don't. I actually, I'm on Katie's side with this fully. Like, Rachel should not have been trying to get with Schwartz. I'm sorry. Like, her, Katie and him may not be together anymore, but it doesn't matter. It's a very gray area, and no. Sorry. Rachel should not have been stepping in that. But back to Sheena's podcast, she even uh, cried a little bit. She said after watching this most recent episode and seeing... Her behavior on the episode, uh, mainly in regards to Katie, or actually, I think totally in regards to Katie. Really? She said, uh, you know, my behavior did not sit well with me. Uh, I believe she said she apologized to Katie at Ocean's birthday party, which was over the weekend, but that she's also going to apologize to her at the reunion. Oh, no, I had no idea. And I think it's very warranted. I mean... Sheena should not have been pushing Rachel and Schwartz together so hard, one. Two, I have a big problem with how Sheena keeps telling Schwartz every detail of everything Katie's doing. Oh, Katie, fuck that guy. Oh, Katie is not just like in Vegas for fun. It's to celebrate your divorce. It's, I know. It's a like, divorce trip. It's a come on, Sheena. Sheena, come on. What are you doing, girl? I know. She's so messy. I feel like she just like she needs like she needs everyone's approval or like she needs everyone to like her. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, she's with the guys right now. So she's like, oh, my God, can you believe she's doing this? That's fucked up. Like, why? Why are you telling them that? Like, because then when you're hanging out with Katie, I guarantee you she's well, doing the same thing about, you know. No. Or I guess not. not she not wouldn't because, hang out with I guess Katie. Just not, not, I guess not now after the whole short thing. But just in general, I guess I feel like whoever she hangs out with, she has to be like, what talking bad about somebody else to, doing something to like make sure these people like me like oh here's this like me like that's something she does but that's not what i think this is this is not her trying to be liked this is just her for some reason being really mean to katie like i know what you mean though when sheena's with certain people she will do or say certain things that those people would like but then she could be with other people and go the other way mm -hmm. i said yes i feel yeah. like stassi used like, to say that about sheena all the time yeah, like and like she's a, she's a flip-flopper basically mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah but all right well moving on to Kristen on nick vial's podcast um first of all let me just say mm -hmm. i maybe i'm being a bitter betty but it, it does not sit Betty. right with me <laughs> that Nick Vial just jumped on this Vanderpump, just jumped on the Vanderpump Rules train 
right now like, at af- Scandaval. It's after Scandaval. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, he's like, oh, this season is just great. Bro, do, do you haven't even watched the season. Come on. You probably just started after he Scandaval. You just start the season. You, you had to, like, like what? You had to, like, watch the first couple episodes as soon as Scandaval happened. Like, oh, let me catch up on this now. Like, dude. And now you're cashing in, cashing in on, on all this. That's, yeah. Yeah, we're just being haters, but it's all right. The, okay. um, he annoys me. <laughs> there were, uh, there, him Dr. and Kristen Phil? did have a really good conversation um, on this episode. And yes, yeah, stop freaking interrupting me. I'm the one oh, who right, has to stop. edit this podcast. Yeah. Well, and when you wait, interrupt me, it's so hard. Oh move my on. God, you're interrupting my me ranting about you interrupting. This has to get cut. Just move on. No, I'm not going to cut this. Move People on. need to know how <laughs> difficult it is, how difficult you make my life. If you wouldn't interrupt me, I wouldn't have to edit. Hilarious. You may speak. Anyway, move on. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Uh, yes, Nick, Fairweather fan, but there was still some nuggets of goodness, I guess, in this podcast. So let's see, what did we learn? Kristen says that, oh, we touched on this earlier, that Kristen said the affair started at Coachella. Now, I don't know if she knows something we don't or if she is just regurgitating things she's seen on the internet. I guess maybe we'll find out. Maybe we'll never know, (laughs) you know, when this affair really started. Anyway, another uh, thing we found out during this podcast, Kristen tricked a producer into telling her that Rachel and Tom kissed on camera. Aldo, would you like to share how that happened? I know, right? It was, let's see. It was It was a little confusing, but not really. I mean, she basically, she and Ariana, so Kristen and Ariana what, got a hold of one of the producers that was there at uh, Sandoval and Rachel's, you know, apartment or filming. So after all this stuff has already come out in the tabloids about them making out, they she they figured we gotta get a producer to like confirm this. So this producer was not confirming anything or denying anything. So they're like, okay, let's try somebody else. So they, they tried the second producer, and at this point, they basically are they're like okay they, we gotta try something new so they go and talk to this guy and they're like oh how did this even get out already like you know pretending that they already knew about it kind of like how is it already in the tabloids like before we even know about it like it's gotta be a production leak like that's messed up and this producer is like yeah of, of course it's gotta be a production leak like how else would it get out so in a way he basically just confirmed it without, without saying it yep. like dude like they literally just tricked you into admitting it so quickly. It's the most doty thing ever, though. Like she's known for like being able to stalk online and find out anything you want about people and everything. So it is not surprising to me that she, in two quick phone calls, was able to trick a producer into giving her info. I know. I love it. She's like, no, this guy's not giving it up. Let's try this other dude. <laughs> He's like, oh, I know, right? <laughs> I feel like the FBI needed her for Jen Shaw. She should have interrogated Jen Shaw. <laughs> oh, my God. So I really enjoyed Charlie uh, on this episode. And to be honest, I enjoy all of her scenes. But Nick and Kristen do not feel the same way. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play a clip. Y'all can just hear it for yourselves. 
fucking Charlie, sit the fuck down. She sucks. She fucking sucks. She sit sucks. instigator extraordinary. And then all of a sudden, Raquel has this attitude again. Of, he chose me. Yeah, like, like where'd that humble panic attack crying? I don't know it, who I am. So now I just like, I don't even know who to believe at all. But then after all this comes out, Charlie's on Twitter just dragging Raquel's sister. So I'm like, pick a fucking lane. She Charlie, Charlie just, just wants to make headlines. Yeah, she just yeah. wants to be somebody. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot to unpack there. So first of all, I think Charlie is the voice of reason. I know that might sound a little crazy, but if you guys remember a few episodes back, um, Charlie and Rachel were sitting there rolling silverware and Rachel told her uh, about how she had been talking to Allie about James and um, Charlie called her out and was like, that's not really your place. Like, you don't need to be talking to Allie about James. And I'm pretty sure that Charlie also told Rachel, like, it's she shouldn't be asking Schwartz to make out. So mm-hmm. Charlie obviously has no problem, like, telling her friends like, when they're being wrong. Right. So, like, just because in this episode, Charlie had Rachel's back, you can't come down on her for that. Charlie isn't a psychic. She did not know that Rachel was going to hook up with Sandoval and be this garbage person. She just saw that Lala and Katie, and I guess uh, Christina Kelly as well, were kind of ganging up on Rachel. So Charlie had her back. And even when she had her back, she still said, yes, what she said to you, Lala, last night was wrong. You know, so and let me just touch on another thing that they said, like Charlie just wants to make headlines. I'm sorry, (laughs) but unless if what I'm hearing is true, Charlie doesn't really prioritize the show because she doesn't make a ton of money on the show. She makes more money at her serving jobs. Apparently, um, as far as I've heard, she has another serving job, not at Sir. So. Yeah, I don't think she's just trying to make headlines. And then what really pissed me off. Like, what what headlines has she been on? Like, what are you talking about? I know, really. And I get it that Kristen has Ariana's okay to be her mouthpiece. But, like, of all people to say they're trying to make headlines. I know. Like, that was the wrong person to even, like, complain about. Like, Charlie? Like, like out of everybody who, you know how people are like, oh, I speak. Like, a lot of people like to say, I speak my mind, blah, blah, blah. Like, she actually does speak her mind. Mm Mm-hmm. But not in like a rude way or anything. And even to her friends, she was still like you said, she'll check them. Like, no, right. that, that, that was wrong, dude. Which like I don't appreciate. do that. Like, come on. Like, but again, it's all about the delivery, how you how you convey these feelings to your you know, to to your friends or whoever. So yeah, I don't think she's trying to, like Kristen said, make headlines or whatever. What really pissed me off what Kristen said, she's like, and then after this all comes out, Charlie is dragging Rachel's sister on Twitter, like pick a lane. Okay, like I said before, Charlie was not psychic. She did not know that Rachel was going to turn out to be a garbage person. Exactly. And not just that, Charlie didn't go out of her way to drag Rachel's sister. Charlie literally just tweeted about Scandaval. All she said was something along the lines of no one should have to deal with this gut punch. And then 
uh, Rachel's sister tweeted, nor a punch to the face. So then Charlie had to drag her ass. And boy, did she. When I posted it on my Instagram, I had to block out a bunch of words. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like Charlie didn't go out of her way to find Rachel's sister and drag her to make headlines. Exactly. It was in a comment and she commented back. Literally, it was her own post. That's all it was. Like it, it wasn't anything. Oh, but like anything that she went out of her way to do, and she doesn't have to pick a lane. Like, what are you talking about? She's not going back and forth right now, mm-hmm. trying to say Rachel is a good person. Right? No. So, like again, like you said, she's not psychic. She could not have known back then. You know what we all know now. It's like, what are you gonna do? Fault everyone who was nice to or friends with Rachel. You know, at that time, because they weren't an asshole to the, to her. I think that Kristen yeah. just doesn't like Charlie. Of course, it's like uh, yeah, of course, it's like it's like Lauren from Utah, not you know, never liking Rachel, and exactly. <laughs> basically latching on to anything to to say, see, I knew she was a bad person. Like, okay, Lauren, sure you knew. <laughs> and the thing that sucks is that yes, you're right. Lala never liked uh, Rachel, so now Rachel fucked up big time, so Lala can latch on to that. But the thing is, yep. the thing is, Rachel literally went and did what Lala was accusing her of doing in the first place. It's like she proved her right. And I hate I when people do that, you know? Oh, I hate that. But anyhow, I wanted to talk about Joe for a little bit. So on Nick's podcast, Kristen said that over this over the summer, Joe and Schwartz would hang out with Sandoval and Rachel a lot. At the time, Kristen thought it was because no one else wanted to hang out with Schwartz and Rachel while they were hooking up. But now she thinks maybe they were possibly on double dates. I know that's that's wild. It like uh, that's like a whole other level of you know of this lie. <laughs> oh, before we go any farther, I don't know if everyone knows who Joe is. So Joe has been mentioned. Um, in passing, I guess, a few times on Vanderpump Rules, but she's the roommate. I wish you could see my air quotes, mm. but she is Schwartz's roommate, aka his girlfriend. But for some reason, he has wanted to hide her. Not really sure why. I mean, I think they were even seeing each other as of the episodes on Vanderpump Rules that we've seen so far. So he's been hiding her for a while, yeah, but she is a big part of the story. So Anyhow, I knew that she was part of the Vanderpump Rules group, but I had no idea she was so tight with Kristen. Apparently, they have been best friends for eight years. Kristen literally said the words everyday best friends, and they haven't spoken since summer. And Kristen said, because of all of this. Now, at first, I was confused. I'm like, because of all of this? Well, this did not happen or we didn't find out about Scandaval until a couple weeks ago. So now I'm thinking that because of all of this is actually Joe dating Schwartz. I think Katie was not okay with it and that in turn caused problems for uh, Kristen and Joe's friendship. Which brings me on to Katie's uh, feelings about Joe. Do you want me right. to go? I was right, going to get I mean, into that. Yeah, because I mean that, w- that would be the only the only reason that makes sense for Kristen, for Kristen and Joe not to have talked since summertime. Exactly. You know, because everything else is just coming out now. If if Joe knew about Rachel and Sandoval, that... That's on Joe and... Like well, that, that's just coming out now. Kristen right. wouldn't have known that back then. So that exactly. would have had nothing to do with the demise of their friendship. Exactly. Unless, for some reason, Joe decided to stop hanging out 
with Kristen because she couldn't, she didn't want to have to deal with this lie. I don't know. Yeah, I know. So it's many, all so convoluted. So many layers. That's what I mean. So many different layers to this damn, like, affair. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, now they're going on double dates. So how long has Schwartz known? More than exactly. a month? Exactly. Well, the double dates are alleged. We don't know. They were hanging out. Right. It could just be like a date and then Rachel came along with Sandy. Hey, let's go <laughs> hang out with them. Why not? And Schwartz is just none the wiser. So the Instagram account at Real Vanderpump said, could it have been a double cover? Schwartz and Raquel dating was a cover because Sandoval and Raquel were actually dating, while also Schwartz and Joe were dating, allowing their double dates to go unnoticed. That was um, basically uh, at Real Vanderpump was posing that question. So Katie actually commented and said, Joe is spooky. I mean, none of us could stand to be around her. Her energy is on par with a crackhead. But when Tom and I announced our divorce almost a year ago, the last thing she texted me was, Bieber loves you. I love you. And I'm so supporting of your inner thoughts and visions. Live in the moment. You're a gem. And I've always respected you. I love you. XO. Joe. She is a psycho and I will always, or I'm sorry, and I will also light her on fire with Rachel. Katie really likes lighting people on fire, huh? Mm, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, all right. So, yeah, that's what Katie thinks of Joe. And I since know, Katie has such, like, intense feelings of hatred <laughs> towards Joe, I'm inclined to believe one of two things. Either... Katie and Joe were closer than I ever realized, so it was really, really fucked up for her to start dating Schwartz after they split, right. or they started hooking up, they as in Joe and Schwartz, started hooking up before the split. That's what I'm worried about, wondering. I don't know. Do you really think that- No, I don't think. I just, I don't know. I don't know. We know he cheated. Be... Right. I mean, maybe he cheated with Joe, like, just like, you know, uh, once or, you know, but I, I wouldn't, I don't know if they. Exactly. Why are you no, no, saying? No, you're saying, no, no, I'm just. I never well, said a fair. Well, the way you put it, they were like, maybe if they started before, that just makes me think that the relationship started before. They well, got. Aldo, we don't even know what the relationship is. He won't even acknowledge her as his girlfriend. I so. know, it's really odd, like. I could like the way Kristen said it. Like she says, right. like Joe th says they're together, but Schwartz says they're not. Like I know it's not, really bro? weird. <laughs> I mean, if you just want to be friends with benefits, then you need to make that clear, bro. <laughs> but he can't make that clear. Schwartz has no backbone. <laughs> Seriously, if she no. says, if she's telling people they're together, guess what, Schwartz. You guys are together, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you going to say otherwise? Doesn't seem like you are. I mean, unless you're saying it to like one or two people behind closed doors. Oh, we're not together. Yeah, but not in front of her. <laughs> oh my gosh, my girl Bravo for the rest of us spotted Joe in the back of Schwartz's TMZ interview at the airport. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I saw that. Which I wasn't even sure why she was with him because I thought he was flying to Colorado to film Winter House. Not I like I know he was, so yeah, I don't he's know. There. He's there, um, filming. Right but now. anyhow, there's something I wanted to discuss uh, in regards to Joe. So over the weekend, um, more photos started coming out of her. Uh, if you all don't know, and if you don't know Aldo, she's been very private online. 
her Instagram account is set to private and uh, yeah, I knew about that. Yeah. So anyway, it seems like she is putting effort into keeping herself private, whether that's her doing or Schwartz is doing. I don't know. But I noticed different accounts. Uh, you know, her pictures were circulating over the weekend. So yeah. I started wondering how I felt about that, being that she's not a public figure. So anyway, Ryan Bailey was one of the people that did post a few photos of her photos that he had been sitting on for a while. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I listen to his podcast all the time mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure he mentioned these photos weeks ago, if oh, not yeah, yeah. over a month ago. Mm-hmm. So obviously he was struggling with if he, you know, should put these photos out either. But anyhow, I co- I'm going to read the comment I left because it did spark a discussion. I said, I'll be honest, I am conflicted about all the Joe talk. Her Instagram is private and she isn't on a reality show. So I'm not sure it's fair for us all to be making her part of the convo. Then again, she is part of the story and I suppose she is choosing to date a public figure. If Joe knew about the affair, then fuck her. But again, she's not on the show. She is a private person. So should we really be sharing her photos and discussing discussing so much about her private life? I'm genuinely asking because I don't have the answer. This isn't me judging anyone how I am part of the problem. I'm just bringing up a point for discussion. Okay, I'll just read some of the comments. Somebody said, at Socialite Gossip, she chose to date a public figure who was still married. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone else said, she's a private person, then don't date a reality star for 10 years. Facts. Um, let's see. Oh, Ryan actually responded to me. He said, I've waited enough time where I feel comfortable. Unfortunately, she is now part of the story, whether she wanted to or not, because a lie, because lie after lie is coming out now. Yep. And um, I did respond back to Ryan. I said, I know you have sat on these for a while. I hope you don't feel like I was judging at all. I was just bringing up something I've thought about myself when it comes to what I feel comfortable sharing. But I'll tell you, I did have second thoughts about this comment. And I kind of regretted leaving it only because I don't regret like opening, putting my opinion out there and saying, I'm not sure how I feel about this. Let's discuss. But I don't know if I should have brought that to his platform. It seemed, I mean, people didn't, weren't like dragging him or anything. No. And I came he's at it from a very it. like, just bringing this to the table, to the, to the table. Yeah. I mean, he's the one who posted it. So why not? Like, and you're someone who is unsure of whether or not it was okay. So yeah, well, yeah why not post a uh, comment there? And I respect Ryan so much. So, and him posting these photos didn't make me not well, respect no, that's him. What I'm saying. Like, I just thought, why not have this discussion on his platform where, you know, yeah. where he posted good. the photos. Yeah, I think it was, it was fine commenting that there. But no, um, sure. oh, somebody but made, I want to say though, I think like, I do agree with like what some of these people are saying. Like, yes, maybe at first, before we started getting all more information about about the whole scandal of it all, yeah, uh, I would agree with not wanting to put Joe's name out there, her account, or anything like that. But now she is, unfortunately, she is part of the story. If they all, if they were all hanging out together, all four of them, that makes her now part of the story. Now she's she's an accessory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is like now. It, it sucks. She wanted to stay private on on social media, but she is also dating Schwartz, who happens right. to be a bar yeah. owner, or, you know, quote unquote. Sorry, <laughs> whatever. But you know, who is on a, a reality rea- star, a reality TV well, yeah. star. 
Reality TV. Well, public figure. Personality, you know. <laughs> I put a poll up on my story. And I said, a lot of talk of Joe Schwartz's girlfriend has been happening lately. And I'm just curious how everyone feels about that, considering she has put effort into keeping herself private. There is no doubt she is part of this story. And recently, it seems like she may have known about Rachel and Sandoval's affair. Is it fair for us to share photos of her and create content around her? I'm genuinely asking. And uh, let's see, 49% of people said that it is fair to talk about her and, you know, to create content around her her with her photos and everything i think it's mainly the photo thing that i was like eh, i don't know if this is okay obviously she's part of the story we have to talk about her but it was just sharing of the photos that i wasn't so sure about like you're living with shorts like somebody who's on a reality show f filming constantly like you're gonna have to like you know you're gonna have to at some right. point like either sign a release because you're just gonna be there one time when they're filming or i don't know just it, it'll be really hard to live somewhere where well that's what i'm saying she may be that's what part of my you know question was like factoring in put the fact that she is friends with all of these people that are on a reality show well she used to be um she is seemingly dating uh some a public figure so do those decisions that she's made for herself mean that it's fair to put her picture out there even right. though she doesn't want it out there? No, right. I mean, like, that's does she why... need to, should we give, put some accountability on her for the decision she's made? I mean, for, I think for sure, yeah. I mean, she's, she's putting herself in the lives of all these people who are, have a have very pu public lives so well, that's not fair you can't just say she's been friends with someone for x amount of years but they're on a reality show so she has to be public now too no, that's not it's, that's not okay it's fair. not just but there's more factors than that it's not exactly, just it's not but just what like you oh, said was just that well but it's all these people who happen to be in a reality show and at the moment like she's also involved with one of them it's you know and it's just it's a lot more factors so it's a very nuanced situation I, feel I like. know I'm curious about her though like why she want why she's so dead set on being so private like I get not wanting to be a public figure I totally get that like I don't I get not wanting people to recognize your face oh, everywhere no. you go but she is just putting a lot of effort into being private which makes me well, now how, that's what I'm talking about it's like what is she hiding how do we know this though she's put so much effort into being private I mean because I just thought she, she was is. private I just thought she was she just had a private account like I mean I, I wouldn't call that putting a lot of effort into being private you just, I would you turn your account private that's it it's it's a click I mean <laughs> right but she isn't hasn't made she's not very public on social media that's a yeah. thing Aldo you can't minimize that she is putting effort into being private another thing she did was um I guess months and months ago people started following her on Instagram that she did accept and then some of those people now that everything blew up took screenshots of her and sent them to different accounts and so yesterday she did a sweep of her followers well yeah that's fucked up for somebody to just put your personal business out there when oh my god this is what I've been saying and you said no no this is some random ass person that is literally like I don't know we're sending her information just to all these tabloids like like or that's how, how do you think everyone got her photo it's that's like, how every account got her photo Aldo it 
The, well, the thing is, we don't know. Well, we don't know how we got the photo. No, I'm telling you, that's how each account got her photo. Well, because the, someone who followed her screenshotted different pictures of her and sent the, them and to different accounts. Would I, like it's not rocket science. Well, I have no idea how. No, well, I'm telling you, there are no science. pictures of the girl on the internet. I've tried. I looked for her weeks ago. There's nothing. These people, people got pictures from her Instagram. So, did you view it differently now? Well, it, it not really. I mean, it's it's it all depends on the intent behind it. Like these people seem to just be doing it out of spite or whoever you know no nobody's taking for photos out of spite people are just taking her photos to send them to people to be helpful to send them to content creators to, to be, be helpful I, don't, I wouldn't call it to be helpful be like here we found her oh my god i found her like i don't know i well, guess yeah, that's what people do okay, but well now you're defending that so are you okay with it or not because you you seem to be against it now you're like no but they're just helping me out okay. no i'm not defending it me saying they're helping <laughs> out is not no that's not me defending it i'm just telling you facts that's what it is so that's i don't know i guess i'm sure some people are but you said you said multiple followers were like uh, sent you think uh took pictures of her? And yes. Sent her. Like I don't know why you're shocked then by this, Aldo. Well, like, obviously that's my point. It's all behind. It's all with the intent. I guarantee. I, you, you're gonna tell me that every single one of these followers was just being nice and be like, "Here, no, I'm gonna oh my help God, you." You're focusing on the no. wrong thing, Aldo. I who cares you're what not. their intent was? It's irrelevant. It's we're not, not talking. No, it is irrelevant to what relevant. I'm talking about because we're just trying. I'm just trying to talk to you about if people should if, if it's okay okay for our content creators to put her face out there and discuss her in relation to scandal and while they discuss her essentially I, I mean inevitably private details of her life are going to be put out there that's what i'm talking about whether who wherever these screenshots came from is irrelevant they didn't come from joe that's the only thing that's relevant well i'll be very specific do you think it is fair for bravo accounts to post photos of joe that came from wherever I don't care where they came from, but they didn't come from Joe. They weren't given to people by Joe. They were photos that were kept private off the internet. I mean, they may have been on the internet, but they weren't on the internet for everyone to see. Yeah, no, and that that's not okay. I don't think if it's pri if like I don't know because if your account's private, those and you're and you're posting stuff on your account on your account that's not okay you obviously are not sharing that with the world like that stuff should not be out should not be shared unless it's by you see i or you know what i know why your answer to this is frustrating me so much i think what why it's frustrating me so much because you're so focused on where the photos come from when more so i'm focused on the fact that now people know her face well because we that's yeah because we look at it from no but that's the thing who gives a fuck if they have her photo what matters is if she's recognized now and she doesn't want to be you know what i mean well, so that's what i'm saying she, well yeah that's fucked up that if she doesn't want to that's what i'm saying if she doesn't want to be seen well she doesn't want to be is, seen i'm telling you she sucks. doesn't from her actions she does not but at the same time like you can't be you can't just say oh i don't want to be seen but at the same time i'm gonna hang out with all these people who are very famous and are out in the spotlight all the time and they, they don't go hand in hand you know I agree. I, mean? I agree. That's why this is so confusing it's like to saying, me. I, it's like, oh, I drink all, every single day, but I'm not an alcoholic. No, bro. Like, you're an alcoholic. Like, what do you mean? Like, this is the same thing. It's it's like she's doing one thing, but saying something completely different, you know? <laughs> like, Well, we don't know anything she's saying. Well, I mean, fine. From her actions, 
it seems like she doesn't want to she doesn't want to be you know in the public eye okay then stop hanging out with all these people that are in the public eye uh, it just it's yeah it's it's bound to happen i'm not saying like no for sure i'm not like i'm not saying you deserve to be you know like be known everybody needs to see who know who you are no but it's it's bound to happen it's just a matter of time <laughs> No, I, yeah, that's, and that's why I posed the question. Cause I'm like, you know, she needs to take some accountability for, or realize that the, a lot of the decisions she's made in her life have put her into a position where now she may not be as, able to be as private as she wants to be. Exactly. So, so also this week we got an interview from Tom Schwartz by TMZ at the airport. I'm sure everyone has seen it. Did you watch it, Aldo? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just did his whole Schwartz thing. Oh, yeah. His, oh, look at me. I'm Schwartz. I'm just dumb. Like, come on, he dude. asked the TMZ guy how he felt about what was going on. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm just goofy, lovable Schwartz. And he like, said, on, maybe bro. Sandoval is a piece of shit. Um, no, he is. He is. Mm. And he said that Sandoval feels like a piece of shit. I don't believe that. Kristen told us that Sandoval is not apologetic at all. And he even was gaslighting Ariana mm -hmm. yep. when they had their own camera breakup conversation which we even saw a little snippet of in the super tease where yeah, Sandoval said something like about only having sex four times the year that year or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So he's obviously not taking any accountability and blaming everything on Ariana. Oh yeah. Uh, this week, we also got Ariana back to Instagram. Um, she posted a photo of herself uh, from her trip to Mexico and you know, she wrote out a pretty long cat, not even that long, but a caption, and it was way better than any of Sandoval or Rachel's statements. You could tell uh, that it uh, was in her voice, and the line at the end was great. It was like, what doesn't kill me better run. Yes, I love that. That was amazing. So there was this Reddit post that's been circulating. I don't know if you've seen it, Aldo, but it, um, no. it's not very long. I'm going to go ahead and read it one sec. Oh, wait. I think I know what you're talking All right, about. Okay. So it's titled Hot Take. Raquel is not a villain, but a sad story. I am a licensed therapist. So yes, I tend to see the good in people or at the very least try to understand how they got that way. Hear me out. Raquel is adopted. Her birth mom gave her to her younger sister because younger sister couldn't conceive, I think. So her aunt is her bio mom. Anecdotally, through my work with adoptees and having adoptive relatives, as well as academically via research, adoptees have some of the most significant attachment wounds to try and conquer. This is because of the act of adoption. This is because the act of adoption is considered attachment trauma and often occurs during the most sensitive time of our brain development. Even if a newborn doesn't literally remember being taken from their birth mom, their body and their psyche still does. After all, they just spent nine to 10 months in their mother's womb, bonding with her and acclimating to her voice, personality, etc. To then be taken away from her after birth. This is highly disorienting and feels literally fatal. Babies rely on caregivers to survive. 
This is not me bashing adoption. There are so many scenarios where adoption helps build families and that otherwise couldn't have. Also allows women more choices in pregnancy. However, from the baby's perspective, it doesn't matter if the adoption was pure intentioned or the best option logically, or even if they end up with the perfect adopted parents. It still feels like rejection and a loss of safety. Because of this, as adults, adoptees often hold negative subconscious beliefs around worthiness. If my own parents gave me up, how could I ever be worthy slash lovable? This sets them up for major self-esteem problems and there and therefore difficulties in relationships. So yeah, what do you think about that? Because you had mentioned the adoption thing. No, yeah, I did read that. I I remember reading that a few days ago. There was a little more to it, but the rest of it is more so just the opinion of the person who wrote it. Um, but anyhow, yeah, it's, you had you had opinions about the adoption of it all and how that may have affected her. Yeah, of course. Like, um, you know how she, how Rachel mentioned on one of her, <laughs> one of like one of her apologies, um, something about uh, a love addiction, a love and yeah, um, something about love addiction, addiction. And, like need, yeah, exactly, always needing to like be loved or be that exactly and like obviously it has to come from her uh adoption uh you know she felt like her mother never wanted her and she gave her up and yes she did have another mom you know that she grew up with but it seems like that was always there but what this person is saying this therapist is saying anyway it's not even like what you were saying that maybe the fact that her biological mom was in her life kind of messed with her this therapist is saying anybody who goes through adoption uh, you know deals with this and like she said she's not bashing adoption and I say this all the time just people are like Things happen to us and then that causes us to react in certain ways to specific situations. That doesn't mean that there is anything wrong with, for example, in this situation, adoption, but it's still a fact that maybe that affected her. But like my parents got divorced. They're not horrible people, but like it affected me. Like things happen. Everything in your life affects you. And unfortunately, unfortunately, that it has it's gonna things like that are gonna have negative effects on effects on you negative effects on you and you're gonna have to learn how to deal with that you know and it seems like rachel never learned how to de- how to deal with that um i guess i don't know that loss of like i don't know how to call it like not loss of affection but she just i feel like she always felt like she was maybe never loved or like not loved enough or like the uh therapist said um a loss of worthiness or something like that yeah i think um maybe something like that so it would make sense that oh my gosh you know how everybody's been saying it seems like rachel likes a guy more or only wants a guy if he's with someone else it's like or because somebody else wants them too yeah so it's like she it's if we're living under this guy or this theory that like she felt you know, abandoned and unloved, then it would not be a far cry to think that she would get gratitude or get satisfaction out of being chosen by someone mm-hmm. when there's someone else that they should be choosing. You know what I mean? Right. It's almost, it's like more than never, just being chosen. Especially because her adoption, especially because her adoption is like so much more nuanced. It wasn't just like she was given up, like here, because her parent, her mom couldn't. 
you know, didn't want kids or anything. Her mom already had kids. I know you keep bringing that up. That is, I don't think she I, did though. That's did, part of it. That, that is a huge no. Not maybe not for the parent, but for her, for the for the child. Like mm-hmm. we were listening to the therapist saying, like you already feel like you're being uh, abandoned, and yeah, not just I guess that. You're right. No, not not only you're being abandoned, but like you were you you were uh, not chosen, not just abandoned, but like hear you i'm gonna leave you and i'm gonna take your sisters with me like that's a whole other layer of you know for her to deal with that's true so i mean honestly that kind of comes back to what you were just saying about why she maybe goes for certain guys that Mm -hmm. want somebody else because then she's the one that gets chosen as opposed to the other the other person you know yeah like i don't know she definitely needs to figure herself out you know, yeah i mean to figure out what's going on get, <laughs> get some help and hopefully stop going after all these all these guys who are in relationships <laughs> um yeah but don't say that going after i think I know, sandoval right. definitely like zeroed in on her and he thought she was hot and oh, he course. knew she was malleable and i also uh. think he knew uh, she was in a vulnerable state but let's say like, we've been going like, like oh my god we've been going over an hour like we were, need to get into the episode oh my god did we not talk about the episode <laughs> no so we need to get into the episode let's finish the episode so i just want to talk about I'm, we're not going to talk about the whole episode but no. okay so the thing with lala like she keeps coming at rachel for or i'm sorry trying to like what do you want to call it? Like drop knowledge on Rachel about how she should be when oh it comes God. to, um, or rather what she shouldn't do when it comes to other people's men and stuff. But the thing is, Lala is not taking any accountability for the things she did in her past. She just wants people to forget about them. She's just like, I was drinking. So that's yeah. it. Move on. But you, she's still, it's all about her delivery. If she, Mm -hmm. for example, when they were sitting at the dinner table, when they all went out to dinner, uh, if Lala would have, when Rachel brought up that Lala slept with James, Lala could have reacted to that totally different and said, yes, I did. That was so messed up. And I'm seeing some things in you that could make it seem like, if you were drinking too much, maybe you would cross lines that you wouldn't normally cross. And I don't want you to do what I did. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yes, exactly. Instead, she comes at her, like basically almost like blaming her, almost like accusing her, like, I cannot trust you with my my, my man around. Like, whoa. Come, like, first of all, why would she even say that? Like, what do we not see? Because of the Oliver thing. I think there was a lot we didn't see. Like and like like I obviously we didn't see a lot because the what they showed us was like Lala literally saying like here you have my stamp of approval go go and make out with him <laughs> so for that and then I don't know the way she was acting about like I can't trust you on my my man like there's a disconnect that I'm not getting or Lala is just saying that because she was hurt and salty that Oliver made out with Rachel instead of you know lauren from utah so i don't co-sign you calling her lauren from utah just for the record oh i know (laughs) i know you don't i know you you like her Eh, actually as i'm looking at my notes we did touch on most of the things i wanted to talk about in the episode Mm -hmm. but um there are a few things i do want to touch on so i know we have been saying we've been saying this ever since we were in the middle of the episode we were once we saw um 
Rachel being like seeing the other girls talk about her and hearing it when they were in Vegas, we were like, is this her origin story? Honestly, dude, like it, it could be like the way they, the way they filmed it, it was, the, the music, it was just like, holy shit. Like, okay, if you guys out. don't know what we're talking about, like we were thinking that maybe prior to this Vegas trip, Rachel was just her Bambi eyed self, but then after the way um, she was treated on this trip, after she heard the girls talking bad about her and everything, that mixed in with James moving on so fast, mixed in with every other issue that she has, you know, yeah. that we all have. It was like the perfect storm for her to go have a seven-month affair with her best friend's guy. I know. I don't know. I mean, like, I could be way, way off. She could have been that person already for sure. And I, I, I know I'm kind of being facetious saying her origin story, <laughs> but I know because people I don't know. Her the way if you just watch that episode and then knowing what we know now, it really seems that I, way. I know because like I like watching the first few episodes, like not not knowing what had happened. You know what that scandal was about to come, was about to hit us all in the next few weeks, like. I felt we we both did like we felt so bad and or like you know for everything Rachel had gone through or at this point Raquel and we were like great she's coming into her own and then all of a sudden like this happens so like I feel like maybe like it was she was coming into her own she was becoming more confident and then all this happened with the women at in Vegas and then all of a sudden like it just took a left turn like had that not happen maybe she would have i don't know not become a villain <laughs> or maybe it was bound to happen anyway and right. it just caused it to happen a little sooner you know mm -hmm. i don't know maybe this this is who she was supposed to become anyway because <laughs> like we said she was becoming into her own who knows who who that it was supposed to be and maybe it was always a villain <laughs> you know and here we are it's just this scene accelerated everything like yeah. i don't even know why rachel was on this trip because she isn't friends with any of them the only person she was friends with what that was on the trip was ariana but then ariana left after day one and we've both said this the trip would have, the ironic thing is the trip would have gone totally different for rachel had ariana been there mm -hmm. i know because she was she's like they were actually she was an actual friend ariana mm -hmm. was an actual friend to rachel at that point and then yep. they probably yeah she would have had her back if anything went off you know if lala started just being her lala self then like yeah it wouldn't have gone the way it did if you guys can't tell Aldo is not a fan of Lala. I am yeah. because I know everything she's going through with Randall. And I mean, while there's a lot, okay, well, while there's well. a lot to criticize Lala for, or that you can criticize her for how she gets up on her high horse, has a sharp tongue, all of that. Sure, sure, sure. But she's still dealing with a lot behind the scenes. And I just have to support her because of that. And that's fine. I mean, people, people deal with, all kinds of shit in their lives and i'm not knocking it for that for that at all like she's dealing with a lot but i'm still allowed to not like her as a person no you she's, cannot like whoever you want i still don't like her i've never liked her since ever since she came on the show i've always just like ah uh, she's just always annoyed me yeah <laughs> i know you're right here, you haven't like her from utah trying to think she's so hard 
You're from Utah, Lauren. Calm down, okay? Like, <laughs> All right. Well, you said it enough times. I've heard you say that so many times. <laughs> Lauren from Utah. You're from Utah. Okay, calm down. Well, that's her name. Lauren from Utah is her name. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, okay, can I just say, why was Tom even at this boys' night? Okay, sorry. I know I'm jumping around. Moving on to <laughs> anyway. boys' night. I don't think Tom should have even been there in the first place. Sandoval. Yes, Tom Sandoval. Ariana's dog had just died. Ariana told us how depressed she was. We saw in a previous scene, she said she was sleep- she slept until 4.30. She only got up because she wanted to go eat some good food yeah. at the food tasting at Schwartz and Sandy's. Because they had the film. So I don't think Sandoval should have been at Boys Night at all. But he sure as hell should not have then stayed out extra late later than everybody after the cameras left. So what I'm talking about there is um, on Jamie on Jamie's podcast, she said that on boys night after filming ended, Jamie, Rachel, Sandoval and their friend Brett all went to Saddle Ranch and stayed out pretty late. Apparently Sandoval and Rachel were sitting close at the bar in a deep conversation for a big chunk of the night so my point is why was like i'm so irritated at sandoval that he went out that night when he should have been at home supporting ariana i know 100%. her fucking dog died her 18 year old dog how were you going out like let 100%. alone cheating i would not like i will be home like you know if this was like if this was you and me like i would be home i would be yeah. home with you like and even if like say yes they're under contract they have to film fine go to your boys night so you can get it on camera maybe you could even just like show up for like a few minutes mm-hmm. okay guys I, I gotta go or even stay for the whole boys night cool go home right after that cameras yep. are off you're done like your job is done now you can go home and be with your significant other like why go after the cameras are off that is where like that's where i have a problem like now okay you did your job if you want to call it that if you, you want to say that, that that's the reason why you know that that's right, it right, right. yeah there, but was, there no was no reason for him to stay out as late as he mm-hmm. did i'm excited for except, wednesday's episode to see what happened like what we do get to see from boys night you exactly. know exactly i'm thinking like if uh if what from what we heard Kale and Jamie talk about, like if it happened that night, then I mean it would make sense why he stayed after. You yeah, know? Jamie even has video of Ooh. Sandoval and Raquel in one of their deep conversations. This was after they left Saddle Ranch and they were just sitting on the curb. And Jamie said, uh, "Production does. Ha- I believe. Okay, maybe don't quote me on that. I'm like pretty sure production has that video." Like I'm 99.9% sure I heard her say, I saw that she said that because she was talking about how, um, in the original video, her and their friend Brett did like a voiceover. Like Jamie was pretending to be Sandoval and Brett was pretending to be Rachel. And I know I saw her post that, um, Bravo had the video because she was saying, somebody said, oh, well we need the voiceover. And she said, yeah, I doubt they're gonna use our voiceover. That's right, she did say that. Yeah. It was a comment somewhere. It was like, well, Bravo has the video. I saw it on her story. It somewhere, it was like, Bravo has the video, yeah. Mm-hmm. She did so say that. I am, yeah, intrigued to see that. But I don't know, that's about all I have for tonight. What do you have, anything else? No, that's to bring it. To the pe- spring to the table. No, I think we covered pretty much everything. Yeah, everything that we uh, saw in the episodes, 
all the all the podcast stores that are going around. Yeah. One thing I thought was funny, Lala made a comment. She was like about Rachel when they were at dinner in Lake Havasu. She made a comment about feeling like she was in high school and a cheerleader was trying to steal her man. I thought that was really ironic because the way that Lala, Katie and Christina Kelly were like talking about R- Rachel the night before and all was so high school. Like, oh, my God, her making fun of her galaxy lights and all that I was know. so stupid. Like justice for galaxy lights. Like, I want some. They're cool. So, like that was just so mean. They're like, oh, she has these lights up on the ceiling. Like, oh, my God, does she travel with that? Like, mm-hmm. no. What do you think? She bought them uh, downstairs in the hotel. Yeah, obviously she brought them with that. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Like. Why is that? Why is that? They just wanted something stupid? to make fun of her for. That's like, all. But the, the response, the the correct response, was what Charlie said. Oh hell yeah, hook that up right now. <laughs> right. That's the correct response when somebody's like, "Dude, I can't, I brought these these lights that can reflect on the ceiling." Hell yeah, not yeah. oh, you're so stupid. Like. Come on. I don't want this to sound like we are taking Raquel's side by any means, but I, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't tell you guys that I did feel empathy for her when she was having her panic attack, especially when she <laughs> heard the other girls talking about her. Like, I, and yeah, like if we, it's so crazy because if we didn't know what happened with her in Sandoval, I'd be so much even more on yeah. her side, championing, championing for her, you know? Of course. Like, I feel bad, like, for what happened to her, like, then, like, at, at that moment, like, on the show, I can 100%, like you said, feel empathy. Like, it's definitely messed up, like, what the, that she had to go through all that during the episode. But at the same time, now. <laughs> Yeah, now she's a, hard, a garbage person. I mean, mm-hmm. along with along with Sandoval. Sandoval's a way worse garbage. She's person, a garbage so. human. She's I don't, I don't know, maybe borderline garbage mm-hmm. human. I don't know. She's all right. Well, let's wrap it up. Um, yeah, follow me on all social platforms at Socialite Gossip, and uh, except Twitter, it's at Socialite Goss with one S. And if you guys would like to support a content creator, me, so I can keep creating content, uh, please donate to my Buy Me a Coffee. You can find the link in my bio, my link tree. And you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Aldo He Said. And oh. yeah. All right, Thank guys. You guys. Bye. Bye.